This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Salt Lamarckia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Baseball isn't boring. Once again, we proved it. We went to the Minnesota Twins clubhouse. Talk to three guys just to talk about baseball. All right, Joe Ryan, pitcher, Alice Kirilov, first baseman outfielder, and, of course, Joey Gallo, veteran home run hitter. Yep, he hits home runs. That's what he does. Bring back the home runs. Uh, so here you go. That's what we did. We wanted to talk about baseball, the different perspectives of baseball with different people um, and it, with a different team, and this was a good day. This was a good day to do that. We talked to Karoloff about the acceptance of young players, of showing their personalities. Talked to Joe Ryan about the evolution of pitching, a guy who went to, who went to driveline, who obviously is a clearly thoughtful guy and one of the up-and-coming pitchers in all of baseball. And, of course, we talked to Joey Gallo, who was a, had a very opinionated um, perspective of, of baseball and where it's going, uh, where it's going really like heading into this year where you look at all the rule changes. When you look at rule changes, particularly shifts, Google it. You know whose name's going to come up? Joey Gallo. All right, he was great. So all these three guys are great. All the, It's great conversation. It's all about baseball. It's all about where it's going. And um, and I just think it was a good time to walk in that Twins clubhouse and talk to these guys. And I was proven right. All right, so subscribe, rate, review. Uh, do all of that. Baseball isn't boring. We got the shirts coming out. Uh, we're, we're building around Fort Myers. We got big things coming up. Seattle Mariners GM Jerry Depoto is coming on next uh, for the next episode. Uh, we're talking to Trevor Story and some maybe some others about footwear, which is you know bizarrely one of the biggest topics among major league players. Anytime you talk about footwear and 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 the big inning festival in Tempe, Arizona. But today it was walking into the Twins clubhouse and talking to three really, really interesting guys about some really, really interesting topics. All right, let's kick it off 
with Mr. Joey Gallo. Going into this year, mm-hmm. why you feel like if it, with the rule changes, with you know the evolution of baseball, with a year later we look at like where we were with the lockout, yeah. like everything. Do you feel like that, that as we sit here right now, baseball's in a pretty good spot? Or? I think they're on the right track. I think um, it's losing its um, I think appeal of the outside perspective of non-baseball fans attracting to the game. I think um, offense has to go back up again. It's not, not as exciting as it used to be, I think. Um, you know, I, I, for my opinion, I just don't think people want to watch pitching and defense. I think they want to see people hitting the ball and scoring runs and running around the bases. So I think they're starting to realize that now. Um, so hopefully that these rule changes kind of implement, implement a little bit more action and entertainment for the casual fan and not just always just the diehard baseball fan. I think for baseball, you're trying to attract a bigger, grander audience, and it's hard to do that if it's just not exciting to watch and slow-paced games. So I think the pitch clock is a good It's good because it makes the game speed up a little bit. Um, the shift helps maybe guys get one base more and more hits and stuff like that. Um, you know, how many times you can pick over. Maybe there's more stolen bases and stuff like that. So I think we're on the right right track for sure because it's been kind of on downhill slide for a little bit. So we'll see how it goes. For, obviously, the shift for you is a, I, everyone says this is a great thing for you. But I mean, as a as a hitter growing up, I remember we always taught hit the ball up the middle, and there's always a guy standing there, right? And you're right. I mean, this is like this is what we want is baseball. It's because it's going to show athleticism. Um, it's going to if you can hit, you can hit. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I, I'm just looking at it from, from when you when you go to a baseball game now, when you play in a baseball game, when you start doing this, do you feel? Are you going to feel like okay, this is what I'm, this is what I signed up for more? Yeah, I mean, I I think so. Hopefully, it's it's tough to tell because we haven't we haven't really played a game yet or anything yeah. with, with the defense out there. Um, so I guess we'll have to see like what they what kind of shifts they do put on because um, I guess they still kind of technically can shift a little bit, but. Um, it yeah. should help. Like, I've heard say, like, oh, we're going to put guys in motion, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. they put guys in motion. They're talking about moving the left fielder to right right field and just leaving yeah. the left field open. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. But I think it's, I think it does create a lot more hits and opportunities. It's it's. I think it's just so hard to. It's so these guys. The pitchers are just so good now, dude. It's just like it, it's so hard to just hit the ball. But let alone like it, it's hard to get hits. So I think that helps the, the game for sure. When you look at, if you got to say, if you're, okay, you're like, you clearly love the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. And we all want kids to, to love the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. It is a demographic problem that we already talked about. If you had to say one thing that you said, okay, we have to prioritize this, you know, because there's a million things. Mm-hmm. There's like blackouts. There's, yeah. You know, there's, you know, remember a few years ago, like they don't even let you wear multicolor shoes. Yeah, exactly. Very <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, um, well, baseball is just a very strict uh, sport in terms of, you know, the traditions and stuff like that. Um, I think they need to open up a little bit more with that. And they started they started a little bit doing that, a little bit more celebration type stuff, a little bit more excitement. Um, obviously, I think, at the end of the day, I think if you're watching any sport, you know, I remember watching the World Cup. And, like, I'm trying to get into soccer, and every game was 0-0, and they t- ended a tie. And I, I spent three hours watching a game, and no one even 
didn't freaking score. And I'm like, is this what it's like watching a 2-1 baseball game? Like, that's it. And so it's to me, it's like we got to open up our eyes a little bit and understand like the world now. If we if we want to attract the younger demographic, you know, they want to see offense, they want to see homers, they want to see people running the bases, they want to see excitement, and they want to get up and cheer. Um, one nothing games don't really do that. Um, so for me, I think it's that's the biggest priority is like creating excitement, creating um, you know, a reason for people to get out of their seat and cheer. Um, so, like I said, I think we're on the right track for that. But um, I think we just got to realize, to me, pitching just it's just so elite now. It's, it's hard, man. It's incredible. I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody's throwing a hundred, and the balls are moving every which way. Um, so, I think they have to kind of cater a little bit to like, all right, let's try to help offense a little bit more because it's it's not two thousand anymore. No, they're not throwing eighty eight, ninety. They're throwing a hundred. No, I was I was having this conversation with a friend of mine. I'm like, go look at Babe Ruth. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, like, yeah. like every, let's, let's see what be, I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole thing. No, no. It's sacrilegious, right? I can't do that. Yeah, but, no, for sure. But, but still, it's like, to your point, like, no one in 1917 was throwing uh, a Mountain of Class A 101 mile an hour. Yeah, you know? cutters. Yeah, cutters. Like, moving in on your hands. So it's uh, yeah, it's a different game. So I think we always just got to adapt to, the, to how different the game is and just continue to adapt to it to provide... At the end of the day, the entertainment is for the fans. The game's for the fans. So to provide the best product we possibly can for the fans and to make the game bigger worldwide, but for the younger demographic, because that's the way the game's moving. That's we talk about acceptance, and I talk about shoes. I didn't even know about the shoes. I think yeah. David Price was the first one who told me. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. You're only allowed two colors? And then, yeah. all, like, and then so even like hitting a home run, like obviously you've hit a ton of home runs. When you hit a home run, like say five years ago, was there that was there even an inkling of okay, I gotta like I just gotta run around the bases and be cool. Whereas now, and I'm not saying like you're you're doing the Jorge Alfaro like you know, but is, yeah. is there that acceptance of when you hit a home run? Okay, I can I can show people I feel good about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's starting to turn into that a little bit more. Yeah, um, that's also because guys are getting you know if you sell and then you get hit the next pitch. Um, they're gonna, people are gonna get on you for hitting that guy. You know, the media is gonna get on you. So it's there's starting to become an acceptance of like let, let a guy feel good about hitting home run. Let a guy feel good about striking you out and cheering. Like let's show emotion on the field because that's what people want to see. I think that's what's exciting about football is you know they score a touchdown now they can celebrate now they can do all these things. Yeah. It's like it shows human side. It shows an excitement side. Um, so that's. It seems like the game's starting to get that way a little bit more. It's slowly getting there, um, but it's on the right track. Mm-hmm. Last thing I've asked, I ask a lot of people this question: Baseball isn't boring. I ask actors, um, former players, and everything else, and there's no wrong answer. But just if you had to say to someone, say, "Baseball isn't boring because," is there anything that jumps to mind? You know, it's like Jonathan Papelbon told me because grown men wearing tight pants. Eduardo Perez went on for five minutes about, you know, growing up. Uh, I mean, and you can't, you, it's, 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 you can't say it no, it's I mean, it's an on the right, it's, I get it. It's, it's boring sometimes, but baseball isn't boring because. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Really it's hard to explain to people why it's not boring. Yeah. Because I have a lot of friends that think it's boring. Right, so. yeah. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, it's, it's not for you know why? It, I was just, because hitting home runs is pretty cool. Hitting home runs is really cool, and it's, hopefully we can do more of that. It's going down rapidly in this game, so yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I appreciate. It. All right, some great stuff from Joey. Uh, awesome stuff. Obviously, he's been around a little bit, so he has some perspective. And as we said, heading into this year, he's his name keeps coming up about a guy who is going to be able to have a sort of a breakout year after they made all these rule changes. All right, the next guy up is Alex Kirilov. Alex, Alex Kirilov is a guy who um, is a former first-round pick. Uh, he's battling some injuries but clearly has a bright future. But also, most importantly, he's young. And he's a young potential star. And what I wanted to talk to him about was just the acceptance of young players, of showing their personalities in baseball. He has a good perspective of it. So that's why I turned to him. This is what he said. So just in terms of, in terms of, let's say a year ago or two years ago, when like you were first sort of introduced to this world, do you think that guys are showing more of their personality? Do you feel like that people are getting their head around that baseball is actually a fun, fun game? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a movement uh, with the younger generation kind of coming up. Uh, it is a fun game, especially when you have uh, guys that kind of play with uh, – the passion that they do um, when good things happen it's hard not to show emotion and excitement um, so I think that it's good for the game I think it's good for the fans to see emotion and excitement uh, from players um, now me personally it may not be from every single player like every individual kind of reaction. well everyone's different right everyone's you, you, different, can, you yeah, can't right? force you can't right. force yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean I think you know naturally if, if, if that's how guys are and if that's what they want to do that's great that's good for the game and vice versa, if guys are more to themselves and calm, cool, and collected, that's good too. So there's a balance between between the two um, sides there, and um, I think it's good for the game. It's getting more exciting. You said something. I've talked a lot of, with a lot of people about this, but you said the movement, which I love. Like there's a movement because that tells me that this is amongst players. Like this is uh, players are accepting of this. It's not like hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and be worried about what my locker mate says tomorrow because you guys are around each other for six months right Um, so have this when you talk about a movement have you do you guys is it something where you guys actually talk about or do you say hey listen this did you see that guy do you see Jorge Alfaro (laughs) whatever you know is this something that you guys talk about um, yeah, here and there. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely. I mean, it's easy now with social media to to see everything and to send it to one of your teammates or your friends or whatever, and say, "Hey, did you see this? Did you see that?" Um, so yeah, for sure. And I think um, I think there's definitely still a way to do it. You don't really want to cross lines while doing it. I think there's a, a classy way to doing it. Um, and so I, I, I think that it, that is the best way. And um, you know, I've I played this game my whole life, and I just think that like when you're doing it so much for so long you know sometimes you know changes are necessary and changes are fun to see so when i see guys doing that and doing it the right way it's it's fun for me to see how about for you what was the moment when you said okay you you kind of got past that hump of like i'm okay because like when you're a young player right i mean that's that's a 
challenge. I think there's more of an acceptance of younger players than ever before. But for you, was there a moment like, okay, you know, I have a good personality, I can show it? Yeah, no, I think, I don't know if there's an exact moment. I know growing up, um, I didn't like it as much as I feel like I do now once I got into pro, pro ball and kind of understand uh, the ins and outs and the grind that it takes to, to show up every day and to play. And so sometimes things like that makes makes your days a little bit more interesting. So that's partly why I'm all right with it. How about social media? Where do you, where do you come to? I mean, do you feel like that baseball players, because basketball players with social media, is, it was like, this is, here you go, you know? Do you, well, what, what's your take on baseball and social media right now? I think the more the better, the more exposure, the more, um, you know, FaceTime you kind of get with the fans and the interaction, the better it is for the sport. How about for you? You feel good? You feel yeah. strong? Strong, ready to roll? Yeah, I feel really good yeah. going into camp. I feel like I'm in a really good spot right now. Um, taking steps forward and making progress every week, um, which is which is awesome. And uh, I'm really optimistic. What is the thing that you would like to say, you know, I think this can take me to the next level as a player? I think overall health, um, just kind of staying healthy and, and staying on the field, um, you know, is going to be a big key for me. And um, you know, obviously, along with that, you're learning and growing, and you know, trying to collect information every year um, to better all parts of your game. So um, that's kind of the spot I'm in right now. Well, listen to me, you're you're part of the solution of baseball. So with that said, the last thing I'm going to ask you is what I asked. Baseball isn't boring, okay? Give me. There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of explanation. We've had a million different when I ask this question say why baseball isn't boring a million different ones actors and players and former players no wrong answer why isn't baseball boring I think baseball isn't boring because uh, there's a beauty to it I think there's a beauty to kind of blending uh, a national pastime and a tradition that baseball is into kind of like a new way of, of young and exciting players, uh, I think that that blend is really exciting. So to me, that's that's definitely not a boring blend. Who, who's the most exciting player for you coming up? I mean, this is like it's not like a cookie cutter you know answer, right? It can be anybody, but for you, who is the most exciting player? Uh, growing up, what? no, no, just right, like right now. Um, man, there's a lot right now. Just in our in our organization, our team, you've got guys like Byron Buxton and. Carlos Correa, um, they're kind of staples of this team right now, and you got guys like Royce Lewis that I love watching play all the time. Um, so there's three right there. It's really that's good. Let's, to listen, to you're a very smart person. Yeah. Really stay in the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah, thank you. All right, good stuff from Alex. Last but not least, Joe Ryan. Joe is also a young player. Who knew? Who knew he's a young player? All right, he's 26 years old, but most importantly, he is a star pitcher. He's a star pitcher. He was the open eight day starter for the for the twins last year. Went thirteen and eight with a three five five VRA and twenty seven starts. The best is yet to come for Joe. No question about it. Uh, he went to drive line this offseason. And so when you hear someone went to drive line, you know they're picking apart every little thing they can to get better. This is the new wave of baseball is to take what you have and then make it better by taking deep dives into the whatever it is, the analytics, the video, the the 
the the perspective, the uh, the advice, um, the looking at other guys, and this is what Joe did this offseason. And I, I think that he is one of many, 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 many thoughtful guys who are, are not only who are not just saying, "Hey, I was good. I've always been good. I'm going to be good," but he's taking everything afforded him and try to make himself better. And he was pretty good last year, but so he's, you know, let's just say pick the click. All right, Joe Ryan talking pitching is the last one we're going to do today. But like I said, after this, after Joe talks, I, I implore you, go to our socials, at BB isn't boring, just engage, talk, soak it all in, and then make sure, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the podcast. Okay, thanks. It's Joe Ryan. So, you like to look into pitching. You're a pitcher. Congratulations. You know, it's like, what is how how much since you first came into the as a professional has pitching changed? I know it's a big question. Yeah, it's a, definitely a big question. I, I I don't know. I would I can't say I really knew as much. Um, I still don't think I know that much. But um, just trying to learn and see what is going on and try to see like it's probably surface level of like what's changing and stuff but um, I don't know all I could really speak on is probably from from this offseason what I've taken away um, from learning about pronation supination dominance more that was always kind of floating around but I didn't really like understand the whole meaning on that I thought um, supination guys just stayed and supination maybe a little bit longer I could get to that position a little bit better but there really is like a a dominant side where guys will pronate really heavily naturally and guys will supinate naturally and how that affects the arsenal for each individual so and you had you kind of had like so you have a good year right I mean you, you've already had success a decent year but, but you've, you've had success and then you go into the offseason and you learn something that's, I don't want to say dramatic is that but something really is noteworthy that no, yeah I, I think um, we started the process in September and so I think just getting able to being able to see results in uh, in this season and in September um, that really helped me and like made that decision a little bit easier to really focus on the pitches that I was going to work on this offseason um, so I kind of got like a taste of okay this is what they could be and this is what this is how your arsenal could improve if you had these other pitches um, and then I think just like the reasoning behind it was really it made it a lot easier to, to learn some of this um, and to add some of these pitches in there so I know it's a it's a Broader conference, but if you have to say, okay, this is what I want to, this is what I want to, coming off of that, coming off of those conversations, this is my, t- this is what I'm going to do different heading into this year. Was there, is there one thing? Is there one pitch? Is there one? Um, I think it was just more depth on the changeup. So just trying to find something that was going to allow me to do that, and how, how important grips are for me. Like slight variations made a huge difference. Um, you're trying to throw. I was getting too much movement on one slider. And the velo wasn't enough for it to be uh, game ready, and I just kind of messed around and was like, "Oh, if I move my finger here and try like this a little bit differently." What like, type of slider do you, do you throw? It's, it's like a sweeper, whirly. I, um, I don't know what they. Okay. Anyway, anyway, go. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I just changed the grip a little bit, and the velo kicked right where we wanted it, and the movement kicked right where we wanted it, and it was just like a minor grip change. So. Um, yeah, I think there's just like a space for just playing around with stuff too, and like 
in the, in the right environment, you can learn a lot with that. That's, the, that's, that's what's cool about it, right? Yeah, and in, in the ease of throwing, I think last year the, the difficulty with the, with a more gyro slider that I was throwing was just trying to like talking to different guys that throw differently than me, and then you'd hear like, "Hey, just stay here, do this." And I'm like, "Like, oh, okay, I'm trying to do that," and it's like, <laughs> it's not like it was getting the opposite result. So. Um, yeah, I think just like learning how my body works and then the adjustments became a lot easier to make once I understood that. That's a big thing, right? Yeah. Because it's like, okay, go pitch like Verlander. Well, I'm not built right, like Verlander. Right, right. We, right. You, literally the polar opposite. He, I think he has one of the highest release heights and I have the second lowest release height. And he was so the second lowest. I think it's, I saw some something the other day. It was like Freddie Peralta, me, and then Christian Javier. So I don't I don't know if that's like yeah. so for, I think, I don't know what they calculate that as. It might be for starters or it might be for, uh, like, uh, four-seam guys right. instead of, like, a sidearm. But you you don't guy. even think about these. So how you throw is how you throw. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really, like, try to do that. And, uh, yeah. All right, last question. Baseball isn't boring because... Baseball isn't boring because... Um, like, there's it's not no boring line. for me. I mean, I'm pitching, so it's, it's always exciting. I mean... If you're in left field and you're 10 years old, it might be boring. But, um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I, that's that's such a, a it's, I it's, there's, no wrong, there's no wrong answers. Yeah. I, I think that's my answer, right? Baseball isn't boring because I'm pitching. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's a good game once you once you learn about it more and you pay attention. I think there might be some uh, advantages to the new rules this year, maybe making it a little bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.